Good evening, ladies, and welcome to a nightcap with BXB. And of course, it's only right that we have Reba the Diva here to bring the sexy and luscious vibes on Freaky Friday. Now, first, good God Almighty, let me just say, ladies, y'all are looking wonderful tonight. Yes, Lord. Go on and snap your fingers for yourselves, ladies. Now, listen. We plan on being sophisticated, ratchet, and seductively classy tonight, so best believe we want y'all to have them drinks flowing, and we gonna get the conversation going. But do me a favor, ladies, before we get started, drop this city and state that you're checking in from right in the chat. And at the end of the night, we got something special for you. Want y'all to check out the After Party BXB Nightcap Vibes Volume 1 and 2 playlist that will be featured on Apple Music and Spotify where you get to choose if you want to be seductive or ratchet. Now ladies, it's been a long week, so I want you to enjoy your night, let your sexy show, let your head down, it's Freaky Friday baby. Come on now. A nightcap with BXB and Reba the Diva. Coming up next. Yes, Lord. Welcome to Babies and Bellinis, where we're balancing business, babies, and brunch. I'm Erica. I'm Kay Alex. And I'm Casey Renee. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, no, <laughs> no, 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 what? Wait, no, what? Can we do something a little more ratchet? Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, hoe five six figures. Stripes on my ass, so he call his pussy tigger. Fucking on his scamming ass, rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't no ass to the picture. Drop a couple rights, watch his ass get thicker. Drinking on the Is off, cameras on. We are embracing a body, no, body positive environment. You know, we, we want everybody to feel loved and luscious. Unless you and your dude already just started early. I ain't got nothing for y'all. Keep that camera off. I don't want to see that shit. Um, <laughs> but 
Oh, you heard that trick? Let's try it. <laughs> nah, then you go ahead and leave that motherfucking camera all the way off. Oh my gosh, Casey. I'm doing my shout outs. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, turn the damn camera on. You breastfeed on camera, sis. Turn the camera on. Khadija, Bree, Brittany, Amy, Monique. I'm, on, I'm calling all y'all out. Tiffany, that's not good enough for me. Damn. Yeah. I was going to go into the house. Damn. You are kicking ass and taking names out here, Silver. Just... No, I'm calling. Yes, I'm sorry. We we need to see. We need to see everyone. Y'all look gorgeous. Y'all do, though. Y'all really do. Like, y'all really look amazing out here. Who said we can't have fun in COVID safely? Safely. Because y'all know I'm a germaphobe, so I'm all about safety. <laughs> Um, when the spotlight comes on, you best to show off. Okay, this is like being in the go go when they be like, Hey, shorty, like, like working booty butt cheeks. Hey, so you're you gonna show off when that spotlight hits you because all 75 80 people in this chat are about to see everything. So, show off a little bit. You everything. <laughs> my shit unsnapped. That's the only reason y'all didn't see my ass because when I was when I first stood up for the first bow, the shit I heard it go pop. And I was like, damn, let me yeah. not. But it's this sit down. down. That's what it said. Get, ready. <laughs> Get your ass down. Yeah, that's Going exactly too what fucking much. Um, also, if you want to interact with one another, we encourage use of the chat. You know, mommy friends are hard to come by. Friends are hard to come by in general these days, again, because COVID. I so mean, interact in the chat, happy. talk to each other, you know, drop your Instagram links, do all that in the chat so that, you know, everybody can connect with one another afterwards and during. Um, that's all I got for house rules. Mute, show off, hand up. You know, that's, that's what we got. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. In my in my best Erica Danny voice, if y'all a fan, y'all know I ain't got that shit. But it's better than Kay Audrey, because you know she be fucking up shit. No shade. Like, <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. I love you. Okay, so. Today's episode is sponsored by Gavin Lux. Woo! Can we get some bombs for that? I don't know if y'all know about Gavin Lux. But Gavin Lux smells <laughs> heavenly. Thank you. All right. So Gavin Lux, um, whose philosophy is simple to deliver sensuous, luxurious experience. There's little sensuality in everyone. Love, connectivity, fascination, desire, and mystery. As we unwind and we relax and these emotions are heightened, it's what we become. Log on now to www.gavinluxe.com for your candles, your bodies, perfumes. It is amazing. I am a client, a client customer, and I love her. She's also located in the chat. Her name is Mai. So if you see her scrolling, um, and she has also offered everybody a 20% off gift code. And it is good until now between um, October 31st. And the promo code is BXB20. And I'll put it in the chat as well. It's BXB20 at GavinLux.com. Go crazy. Support your girl. It is amazing. Let's get started. She's also sponsoring our giveaway. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, Casey Renee, but they're like soy and they're like healthy candles. Like they're not like. No offense. no offense. I'm about, to say, I'm about to say unpopular opinion. These are not Bath and Body Works candles. These are really good. Not, these candles. are yeah. <laughs> these can't hold a candle. No shade. No shade to the Bath and Body Works. Everybody loves a little teak wood, whatever. But I love me a good four for twenty. Okay, bitch. When that when, <laughs> the, when that when that Black Friday hit, but there goes mine right there. My McCarthy, my McCarthy in the chat. That is Gavin Lux, and this right here. 
Thank you. There we go, Erica. Erica. Erica gave me the verbiage. She said she loves a good clean candle. These are clean candles. Erica, Erica candles. knows. <laughs> Non-toxic. Okay, goddamn. Mom.e.clean. Erica knows. We've talked about her on our podcast a few times. Um, yeah, Mommy Clean is the shit. She knows all about clean products, clean living. Follow her. Monica said, Monica said, sis can't twerk, but I can pop my back. See, we need, we need what what uh Ashley. I we, lost my Ashley, drop your doctor in the chat, sis. Drop your doctor in the chat. Some of us, <laughs> some of us are done with kids and we are looking for the mommy maker. Me. Okay. Thank I'm you. raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. I'm done. And well, I would like a mommy makeover. makeovers. I got five G's. I got five G's to spend. I got five G's. For a whole situation, take it from the front, take it to the back. She said, no more, no less. Five Gs, that's all you're going to get. What can that get me? <laughs> what can that get me? <laughs> 3700 Wait, 3700 for what? Lipo360 and a BBL. Sign me Oh, up. shit. Put that link it's in the over. chat, girl. <laughs> over. It's so We are all trying to emerge from COVID with new bodies and shit. We trying to be like, hey, I was working out the whole time. This was this is the time to do it. That's the thing. This is the time to do it. Now we about to go on a whole tangent. What was the recovery like? Because I need to know. Was it like? I know. We didn't get support. Wait a minute. Unmute Ashley. We got another thing. Unmute. My butt was flat. Like I had I had no hips either. Like it was. Nothing. I had nothing. So he's in Miami. It was $3,700. Aftercare is expensive. So y'all got to carve out your funds for that. Like the massages. And you didn't even add in the airfare, ma'am. And I, I, I went during COVID. So my flight was like $80. And was that Spirit or was that like, you know? No, I flew JetBlue. I couldn't okay. 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 Reputable. Reputable. All right. <laughs> um, I hired a nurse. And all on my Instagram page, I kind of tagged everything that I did. But if you guys want to message me or whatever and ask, but I have like all the resources carved out. So my aftercare, who did my massages in Miami, I had a private nurse, my best friend, she got the same thing. So we went together. Um, but oh it's worth The best friends that surgery together, stay together. That's it. We were <laughs> surgery sisters. We was laid up, hurt together, but it's all worth it. We're like, we have ass. Oh my God. This I, is I was supposed to get my breast done and then I got pregnant. I got pregnant two weeks after I had surgery. Damn, like, you was pissed. It was the ass. Yeah, all this fucking surgery and you couldn't pull it must be the ass. Right. <laughs> I'm like, so you're paying for round two as well because who does? Yes. So here I am. But if y'all have questions, go get it. Drop, I, drop your ass uh, in the chat. Drop it down below. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, I got to see this. I got to know. All right, ladies. So it's time for our pledge. Are you ready? So if y'all, look, real quick. If you have never been to a BXB Live event, we do a pledge because we don't have none of that awkward vibes. We don't have none of the nonsense. We don't have none of that whole, ooh, did you see what they did in BXB? We don't have all that judgmental shit. We don't do that here. So we do a pledge to kind of, it's like a secret sisterhood. You know, it's like secret like, this is what we do, and it doesn't go outside of the chat, you know? So, like, you know what that sounded like? You remember on that movie, uh, Cool Intention? It was like, secret, secret society, secret society. No, I don't remember that shit either. I don't. On Cool Intention. No, no, Cool Intentions. Where she was about to, when Blair, whatever her name, when she was, thank you, on the chat, giving it to me. 
when she was Thank like, you, she kissed her, she Thank was like, you. yeah, it's like a Thank secret you. society Thank teaching you. them how to be hoes. One with a pledge. Go ahead. Okay, ladies. Hi, how are you? I hope everybody's doing a grand fun time. I took my nap just to be here with you guys today. And now that we're here, it's time for us to say the pledge. And yes, we can see your mouths. So the pledge today we are going to say is about body positivity. Namaste. Namaste. All right. So first, we vow to love our bodies. We, we vow, vow to, to love, love our bodies. Yeah, what are they going to say? They're saying it. They're on mute, Casey. They're on mute, sis. We vow to learn new things. We vow to take Reba's education and use it tonight, tomorrow, and in two months. You know, that's too many fucking words. Too many words. <laughs> we vow to use Reba's education tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow. and in two Damn. Okay, so I'm, I'm drunk. It's cool. It's me. It's me. It's, it's not you. Okay. It's me. Sorry. And lastly, we vow to act like the hoes we were in 2007 while we on here. Because don't act like y'all motherfuckers weren't doing no goddamn missions. All right, let's ma'am, go. Ma'am, I was not a hoe, so. I did some hoe ass shit. I did some hoe ass shit. We you vow to you act like the hoes that we were in 2007. Thank you. Don't act like y'all went on dummy missions because they did. I mean, how did these babies get here? And this is the thing that throws me off about like the new moms and bullshit. Like, how the fuck did these babies get here? How'd you get pregnant? You were busting it wide open on a dick. Well, it was my or- husband's dick, so. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. No, you was not married. I wasn't married. I'm married to him now. I got the same baby daddy for all three, so. <laughs> No judgment. No judgment. Might bring me another one and I might have to straddle and I, my babies might have different last names. Ain't shit wrong. No with. judgment. Because mm-hmm. I do know some people who like were in faithful relationships and they had a baby by like, you know, in those relationships, they had a baby and like they might have three different baby daddies, but they're not hoes at all. They were in committed relationships. So don't let nobody tell you because you got different baby daddies that you a hoe because you're not. Don't let nobody tell okay. you that. Okay, and, and, that wasn't on dummy missions. Like, stop. Okay. That wasn't on no dummy missions. I was approved. I was scared. I was like, oh. Erica was like the getaway. Erica was like, where do I need to pick you up at? Like, <laughs> I was the one that was picking people up from dummy missions. I was not going on said dummy missions. And now in my 30s, I'm like, shit, I wish I would have had those dummy missions. Because now I'm. Hold on, Erica. Hold on, I was a damn dummy. I was a damn dummy for the fucking car crash videos. The way I was a fucking dummy. I was I fucking. I was as boring then as I am now. Oh. No, no. So I was I. I couldn't bring myself to like have like sex with somebody and then like the next day have sex with somebody else. Like, but that's what a washcloth is for. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, what is that is bacterial vaginosis. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even doing this? it, baby. You was my Who? roommate. You see? Oh, nope, nope. Yeah. Who's right, okay. thinking about vaginosis in their tw- in their fucking early twenties? <laughs> <laughs> Who wanted to smell like salmon? I don't want to smell like the salmon play from Bowfish Grill. I I wanted to keep my discharge and my vagina clean. I wanted a clean bell of health. I ain't gonna go there. I ain't even going my fucking go there because I may have fucked a nigga in the morning and fucked another nigga at night in 2000. Come on, motherfucking people. 
I'm saying now in my 30s, I'm like, why didn't I do that shit then? Because now I'm like, you know, I'm the cringy mom at this point. So now I'm like, why didn't I do that before? I just didn't and put my mouth on it. That's how you do it. I just didn't put my mouth on it. Yeah, now I'm living I didn't put my regret. Mouth on it. That's what I'm saying. I'm living in regret. I should have been a hoe. That's what I should have been. Shit. Just don't put your mouth. You, my mama told me you don't put your mouth on everything. <laughs> so that's what I didn't do. I just didn't put my mouth on everything. You just let them go inside of it. That's cool. That's Did you all have any girl and girl in 2007? So my girl and girl was like 2005, but you know, <laughs> it was still one at a time. My girl and girl didn't start to like 2012. Yeah. yeah. See, don't, don't be like me, y'all. Tell your kids, don't live in regret. Live it up in college because you're going to live in regret. Don't tell your kids. Don't, I don't know if I'm going to tell my kids. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't live in regret. I'm just saying, live your life, sweetie. <laughs> okay, so, I'm with it. But I don't, but don't let me catch you doing it. What y'all got for the pour it up and pour it out, though? The pour it up, pour it out. Oh shoot! Yes, Victor Fryer. Okay, we ready. We ready. Pour it up, pour it out. Yes, yes, we had to dub that. Because as you know, we don't sync up correctly in virtual and it sounds like a hot ass mess. So we do have to dub it from time to time because it'll be like, pour it up, pour it up, pour it out. And it'd be like, what the fuck? That sounds a mess. And we've messed up a whole recording and Victor has all this editing to do. So we do dub it. Yes, that's all. Ladies, we got to go through this quick because they're ready for Reba. And I'm ready for Reba, God damn it. I got my money. You know why we're here. Okay, so. All right, uh, I'll go first. Mm -hmm. I am going to pour it up. To me going upstairs because this is my weekend off. What does that mean? I, everybody is not a listener. Oh, because oh, if you're not a listener, me and my boo, we broke up. You know, it happens. And he gets the kids every other weekend. But that is a genius plan. Whoever invented this motherfucking every other weekend thing. So, and knowing that he gets them every other weekend, guess who weekend it is? This girl. So I cleaned off my sex toys. They're upstairs, ready, ready by the bed. So whatever Reba teaches me, I'm going to be using them. Thank you. All right, next pour it up. Go. Go. Um, my pour it up, pour it out is going to be dedicated to um, my husband, who's going to get some tonight. Um, he's been, he, we've been lacking. I'm just going to be real. I've been busy. I haven't had time for sex. So we're busy. And I'm going to give him some tonight because I feel real sexy in all these eyelashes and this whole Mr. Nasty Time situation is really nice. So I'm just going to pour it up to my husband, who's going to get some tonight. And I'm going to like, try to bounce on it for more than three rounds. So not three rounds, three bounces. <laughs> no, really oh, wait, what? no, three rounds. No, three bounces. Three bounces. You know how like when you bounce like this and like your knees were tired. <laughs> and you'd be like, whoo, all right, let's, let's go back. <laughs> so you lean back. So then you turn around and you lean back. You'd be like, all right. Yeah. All right. You go forward right. and then you just, you know, the knees are old. The knees are a little old. So pour it up to him for what he's about to get. That's all. Okay, I'm going to pour it out to these motherfucking kids. I'm pouring it out to these motherfucking kids because I feel like because uh, look, see, look, I got to bring it in for y'all because I feel like they're still fucking <laughs> listening. Some kind of way they're fucking listening. And <laughs> Zoe is ten. <laughs> look, Zoe is ten, and I feel like she's a little aware of like. Some of the shit that we do in the bedroom. And so she like hears us. Like she says, she was like, well, why? Because sometimes she still will like jump in the bedroom. She has like a nightmare or some shit. And like we locked the door one night and she came in and it was just like, you can't fucking do that. You know, like Did she get the locks, you can't fucking do that. And so now she's a lot more aware. She's fucking 10, like all the things, internet, TikTok and beyond. 
And I'm pointing out to that bullshit. Like, I feel like we still have to walk on eggshells. Yeah. That's the thing about COVID for me. You know, that's just like, yo, like, I don't really need her to be exposed to this. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. In the chat, Taja said, my eight-year-old walked in recently and we had to go ahead and have the talk. Here's the talk. Get your ass out of here. I'm not gonna lie though. One night though, we were getting it in. I was loud. And so the next morning, Arb was like, Mommy, were you having a bad dream? Yes. Yes, I was having a bad dream. Yes, it was a bad dream, darling. Yes. You and Daddy get an argument last night. It's like he won. He won. (laughs) I can't fully be right. I can't fully indulge in. So I'm pouring it the fuck out. I'm pouring it out to that type of shit. That's the type of shit. I'm good. I I like that pour it out because I'm tired of quiet sex. I'm, I want to be loud in my own house. Boisterous. And I'm pouring it out to that. And that's all I have. So let's go into Reba's um, intro so that the people who are not necessarily, because we peeped that a, a few of you may be new to the podcast, may not know who the fuck BXB is. And that's cool because you'll definitely be fans after tonight. But if you're not sure of who Reba is, Erica, let them know. We waited until I was drunk to have to read some shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. You got this, sis. All right. Reba the Diva is the CEO and founder of Sexpert Consultants, LLC in Washington, D.C. Her company is dedicated to providing factual information about sexual health, sex education, and sensual self-care. Reba is a pleasure-positive sex educator and focuses on bridging the gap in adult sexual health education through engaging workshops, online courses, and Reba attended Howard University and received sexual health education training through Indiana University's Center. Center. Mm. <laughs> this, this ain't you, bitch. That's this me. This is you. This is who is this? Who is this? That's me. This is, That's this me. is, this is this your king? Is this your king? Is this your king? It's not. It's Is not. Shit. All right, hold on. Where was I? Where's the period? Reba. <laughs> Reba attended Howard University and received sexual health education training through Indiana University's Center for Sexual Health Promotion. And in the most recent edition, Reba obtained a certification in women's entrepreneurship from Cornell University. Reba is a member of Women of Sex Tech and also serves as an ambassador for the American Sexual Health Association and Planned Parenthood of Metropolitan Washington. Reba is also married with a blended family, and she is here to share all of the things sex education with us today. Let's welcome Reba the Diva! No, nah, don't even dub it. That's real shit. I'm drunk. <laughs> don't we are our people. Welcome, bitch. Hey, Reba. I love y'all. I'm happy to be here. I, I'm we so excited. So y'all gotta know we love us some Reba. Reba has the voice. Reba has the knowledge. <laughs> like Reba is the shit. Okay. Reba's the shit. And and Reba, oh yes, puff your shit. Everybody in the comments, like, oh, puff your shit, Reba. Puff <laughs> your shit, Reba. <laughs> I really want to do my edible, y'all, but I can't be in this joint so stuck. And y'all be like, Casey, and I'm like, it was just a whole mouthful. Hey, you're frozen. No, she's you're just frozen. You're just <laughs> not frozen. Get stuck. <laughs> look, so look, y'all, I'm I'm a cannabis advocate, right? So at any given time, you will see me indulging in cannabis. I will, I'm happy to tell you about cannabis. I started a group with a bunch of my like sexuality professionals, one guy who works at Harvard 
who does um, sexandcannabis.com. You want to learn about how sex and cannabis can work together to help you. We are putting together resources. So sexandcannabis.com, you're welcome. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. I love y'all. I love y'all. And I'm so happy to see y'all. Y'all are looking good tonight, honeys. Okay? Y'all are looking good. That's December with the boobies? Oh, <laughs> I need y'all to know that Reba hipped us to this um, this this. YouTube hand Reba hipped us to the Foria, which is cannabis based, and this is the most amazing like sexual arousal oil ever. This is by Foria. Reba hipped us. They need to sponsor her. I don't think they sponsor her yet, so don't, not yet. Don't they will. Yeah, but we gonna claim it because baby, I used that the other day. We we had a sneak in, like me and Kyle, we had a little sneak in. You know what I'm saying? And I, I used it, and then we were in the middle. He was like, "You put that shit on, damn." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "God damn!" I was like. So what does it do? It like makes you like hypersensitive. It makes you hella sensitive. It keeps you wet. Like it's yeah. Yes. It's a little spray. <laughs> little spray. And like it, it's like a it's like a lube, but it's also an arousal oil at the same time. My life has changed, and like it, it has lasting effects. Like I don't have to use it as often now. Like I I'd be ready. I'd be like, hey, sir, come on in, come on in, sir. <laughs> Look, if you have problems with. If you have problems with chronic pain, if you have problems with like your mind, like having relaxation is the problem with you getting into the mood. That CBD for you, it is, you cannot beat it. Like it is the best. Okay. So. Kariba, look, listen, we have to catch up with you. We have not talked to you since the last episode. So this is our third episode with Reba. Definitely catch up on the, the first two. But Reba, what's going on with you? Like, how has COVID sort of shifted things for you? Please tell us about any of the classes. Um, I mean, I know that myself and my husband were definitely interested in taking, like, that intimacy class because I'm full transparency, ladies. Like, shit changes. Like, again, we were talking about 2007 versus 2020. Like, my husband and I knew each other in 2007, and shit has changed. This provided marriage and jobs and stress and kid, three kids and my sex drive, his sex drive, and stress, and beyond. And so, what's up with you? Like, I know that we, I mean, please share, like, all the things that you do with our our audience right now, um, and just share anything that we'd like to know about. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm doing the intimacy class that Kay is talking about is our couples pleasure mapping class. It is for couples only. We don't do it publicly, right? So, um, it's a 90 minute class. You, you like really learn about what your pleasure preferences are. You learn about sex and like the anatomy of sex, how things work. We talk about vibrators. So if you're trying to introduce the conversation to your partner, this is a good class to take. Um, it's really fun. It's just, it's super fun. And it's, it gives you, we give you homework at the end of the night. So you can go home and be like, Hey, this is like, I want to try bondage or I want to try, you know, um, I don't spanking or I want to try wax play. Like these are the things that are really like fun, but also like necessary for you to, these conversations. Right. Necessary. Well, right. Cause I, I mean, even again, we've been together for a minute, but it's still an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation to initiate, but to have somebody, even like in therapy, you know, you have that therapist to initiate that conversation. So just like a sex therapist, if you will, or somebody who's knowledgeable, you know, like you, Reba, to initiate, well, your partner said that she liked this. So how are you addressing this? You know, like you don't want to tell your partner or your husband, your bank, like, I want to be choked, nigga, like choke me. Like, 
Like, you don't want to, you know, like, how do you say this? So that, I think that course will be very beneficial for myself. I don't know about anyone else. Um, but no, what, what other things do you offer? Reba? Yeah, Please share. So, I mean, like the last, uh, couple of, uh, interviews that we did were about like oral sex. So we do oral sex workshops, right? We do blow his mind and how to eat cake. Those are our two oral sex classes. But what we're starting in October, starting in October, we're doing adult game night, which is like a really easy introduction to like sex education. So even if you don't know shit about the clitoris or penises or coming or anything, you can come to adult game night. You can learn some shit and you can also like maybe win a vibrator or a flagger or, you know, like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The chat says no gag reflex. I think I'm super head. You better be super head out here. Corinne Steffens is very lucrative. (laughs) But I'm just going to say that it's Ashley again with the ninth ass. They got pregnant again. And now you're super head. I I can't keep up with you, Ashley. I can't keep up. Sounds like we just connected the dots there, sister. That's all that I see. This is why you're pregnant again. This is why. That's all I I see. One out is non-existent. That's all I see. Okay. Sorry. And go. No, I was just saying that. So we're doing adult game night. Um, um, October 30th is our pilot. So I'm giving everybody, um, tickets are $5. They started at $5 just for competitor tickets. If you want to play in the games, you know, it's a cash app thing. So... Um, we're giving everybody uh, $5 off, which is free tickets to um, the October 30th night, which so the code is BXBXO. If you go to sexpertconsultants.com slash events, you look for uh, adult game night. BXBXO will give you $5 off. The tickets start at $5. But if you want to play the games, you'll see how much it goes up to like 20, 25 for VIP tickets. And we're giving away two VIP tickets tonight. So you can you can you can win some shit through the twerking or you can win some shit through again. We're going to give you some questions at the end to see if you were paying attention tonight. And if you are able to answer those questions, you may win these tickets. So VIP bitches, like Erica said, sex. Thank you. The, the link is in the uh, the chat links in the chat. Erica, Erica Sullivan said, can we not twerk? <laughs> No, bitch. Bitch, she's, bitch, I want to twerk. I thought we were twerking. I'm ready. We twerking. And- <laughs> I don't even have an ass, and I can still make that thing jump. Erica, Erica got three whole kids and act like she don't. Come on, sis. What you do to get these kids? But anyway, you did something to get them kids, Erica. You did. <laughs> okay, but let's ask, let's ask Corey. Corey, we we know she did a little something. <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all have got to follow Erica on Instagram. Like she has a really and YouTube. Instagram. Please drop, drop your, drop your other Instagram. And I know you dropped mommy clean, but drop the other one in there. You have a really good Instagram. Okay. But if you're, you're not giving good head, if you don't know nothing about knuckles and the gooch, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, Ladies. All right, pause. Let's stay in order. Let's, Please, let's organize ourselves. This is the outlook. I had to throw on the fucking top. We're unorganized today, okay? We are. Everybody no, listen, We have tangents. Everybody knows. If y'all listen to us, we have tangents. This is a tangent. I'm going to start with masturbation and quarantine. Ladies, put in the chat if you have been, if you are single and on a relationship and have found yourself to masturbate more frequently in this quarantine. Reva, speak on masturbation. Masturbation is a self-soothing. It's self-soothing, right? And so 
we are living through times that like haven't been lived through since anybody who's been alive for real on this earth. So um, if you are masturbating, you're finding that yourself masturbating, that you're masturbating more often, that's fine. Like that's perfectly fine because masturbating is self-soothing. And honestly, masturbation is really health, like really good for your mental health, right? It helps for you and your physical health. So it helps exercise your pelvic floor, which I hope we get into today. But it also um, it also is good for your mental health because when you orgasm, you are releasing oxytocin and serotonin, these feel-good hormones. It's the same hormones that are released when we're breastfeeding, believe it or not. So these are the, part, the, the, the hormones that help us feel close to our partners. And it's just good for, our, good for our mental health. So if you are masturbating, and if you're not, then you should be. Like, give it a try. So let me ask you this, Ashley, because I've heard this be a concern. Does this help to, does this aid in desensitizing you to penis, to sex, and beyond. Okay, so I have a couple of of opinions about this, right? So if you use a masturbator every day, all the time in the same way to achieve masturbation, to achieve orgasm in the same way, then yes, your body's going to build up a little bit of a tolerance, right? So no, you're not being desensitized, okay? That's not vibrators, vibration. Scientifically, vibration does not desensitize the body. That's not how what vibration does, right? But it can't, especially if you're with a partner who maybe can't make you orgasm as quickly as your vibrator can, which is probably most of us, let's be honest, right? Right. But but if you're with a partner who can't who is having a hard time getting you to master getting you to reach orgasm as quickly as your vibrator does, there is no way that your vibrator is going to be able to your partner's tongue is going to be able to move as quickly as a vibrator, right? Right. It's not gonna it's not gonna happen. You can per second. Right. (laughs) She's not gonna it's not gonna happen. And so you're not comparing apples to apples, right? At all. Okay. But are we like, is the goal really quickness? Like I thought the goal was pleasure at the at the end of the day. Very true. Uh, For me, it's the sleep. Like melatonin ain't got shit on masturbating. Like baby. I'm going to put myself there and then I'm going to sleep. Honey. No. I had to have a conversation with my husband, like, baby, it's not about you. Like it's not, it has nothing to do with I you. Go I love sleep. you. Your penis is amazing, but like, I want to go to sleep and I'm having a hard time sleeping right now. And this vibrator is going to get it done in 10 minutes. So let me just. 10, two. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like two, two minutes. Yo, and the I'm womanizer, on. the womanizer, the one you told me about Reba, the little, the one that has the clit sucker, like two minutes and. Okay, so my friend, um, her name is Laura DiCarlo. She opened a sex toy, like she started making sex toys because she was like, people aren't making these right. So hold on, I'm trying to get this damn thing open. But she started making a clit sucker, which is like on par with the womanizer. (sighs) But it looks like this. This is what it looks like. I don't know if y'all can see this. It looks like a seashell. It does, right? Aerial, aerial vibes. So there are a lot of different clitoral suckers out there, right? Erica, you got the womanizer. I like the satisfier. It's $69. You can find it. Oh, that's the one I'm sorry. Had. Erica, get your womanizer, sis. Let's see this. Hold, please. Hold, please. <laughs> Wait, I'm about to drop a link for y'all because this, that don't, you know. <laughs> so we do sell the satisfier on our website. I think it's like 69 bucks, but Okay. It's rechargeable. It's got a one-year warranty. This is a bocce, but these are all clitoral suckers. See? 
what Erica has is a clitoral sucker as well, right? So you turn this baby on, and I don't know if y'all can hear this. I'm going to try to put this close to the mic, but... Y'all hear that? It's, it's not really loud. I'm going to yeah, turn it up. I hear it. I hear it. I can hear it, but the womanizer... It does this thing where if it's not touching you, it turns off. So like your husband can be like, or whoever can be sleep next to you, and like you can still use it, and it'll still be quiet. Yes, that that's what I'd be pressed for. I'm real pressed for it to be quiet because I don't need nobody to wake up and be like, "Whoa, let me get that too." No, sir, this is just for me. This is not for you. I'm I'm fine by myself. Thank you. So for those who couldn't hear, it all it's doing is going like this. Okay, so if your vibrator is not work doing it for you, I switch out to a clitoral sucker. Any clitoral sucker. Uh, you guys like the Womanizer. The Satisfier is cheap. I really like the um, Sona Cruise. That's my favorite. Oh my God. It's got like Sonic, like Sonic technology. It's $100, but it has a five-year warranty and a 10-year guarantee. It's by this company called Lilo, L-E-O, L-E-L-O. We sell it on our I website. love worth every penny. Yeah, Lilo is worth every penny. Lilo is very high end. Guy. It's like the Mercedes Benz of sex toys. So I love Lilo. So, um, but anyway, the Lilo Sonic Cruise, I would show y'all, but it's it's used. I don't want to show y'all my used sex toy. <laughs> but somebody said for $100, they better have Wi Fi and Bluetooth. <laughs> Not Wi Fi and Bluetooth. Y'all are funny. This baby, it'll it'll have you, okay. it'll have you speaking in tongues. I'm just being honest. With I you. felt I found the legs, like the the wings of my clitoris, when I used the Sona Cruise, and I was the what like, the wings of my clitoris. Wait, what? The What's wings. The wings? Stop. Pause. Labia, labia. No, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Butterflies so, now, ladies. We fucking butterflies now. Okay. What are the wings? Wait, y'all about to make me make a drawing. Hold on. Y'all know I have okay, to do please my baby. Do, do, you do. do what you need to do. Okay. While you do that, Casey and Erica, please, because I'm going to be honest, I don't have the suckers. I don't have the clitoral suckers because I have fingers. And that's just where I am in life. No, sis, <laughs> no. You need this. You need this. So somebody in the chat asks, can you use this? Can you use the sucker with your with your partner? So I sure only, do. The only way you can use this particular sucker with your partner is if you're doing it from the back. So if you're doing it like doggy style, you can use it that way. But you can't use it if you're like missionary or like he anywhere if he's anywhere near like on top of you or maybe you can probably use it on the side, but it's better when it's like doggy style. But otherwise, you can't use this one with your partner. So the way I used it was when I would give like you know in the middle, you stop and you give head. I would like be on my little Kim stance and then I would use the sucker then because it made my like you're so you're you're so focused on what's going down below that your mouth is like, I don't give a shit what we're doing up here. So you're just like going for broke (laughs) and you're just like we here now. (laughs) So shit. So I use it. That's when I used it during sexual encounters. I didn't use it on my back because Erica's right. You have to be on all fours or you have to be like laying with your legs up. But I used it, little Kim's. That's what we're gonna call this position. I used a little Kim style. I was and I was giving head to him, and then I would use it, and it also he would benefit because he would be like pull it out of the drawer, babe, because you know that this right here don't give a shit because we focus down here. Okay. I'm okay. Fine. So keep you to keep you going to keep you in the mood, you know, get you 
the Lilo, get you a clit sucker. Yeah. Wait, Reba, do you have like clit suckers on your website or do we need yeah. to plug something out? You do? So we have the um we have the satisfier and I think we have the Lilo Sona Cruise on our website right now. Okay. Um, and yes, ma'am. Say less. I think I think it's really good for the two, like if you have a vibrator and you're like, look, my vibrator is taking me 20 minutes when it took me five when I first got it, then it's good to switch them out. That's what I do. So I did, I took Reba's advice. And so I noticed that when you switch your toys out, like you do keep those same level of orgasm. So I have a wand as well that I use like during sex or by myself or whatever. So Reba said, you got to switch your toys. So the wand that I have is strictly a vibrator. It has like different sensations or different like modes or whatever, but it's essentially just a vibrator. But I switch out to my womanizer because, you know, sometimes I'll be like, "Eh, I'm not getting there fast enough. Let's try it again. So when you switch out the sensations, when you go from sucker to like vibrator, yeah, your orgasms stay intense. I bought one for my birthday and it was, uh, um, it's called Red. And it's like a little cup thing. And I was so excited to use it, but I felt like it was, I went, going from a sucker, and if you've never used a sucker, going from a sucker back to like, you know, a vibrator is like, you driving a Range Rover going back down to like a RAV4. Like, it just <laughs> does not, it no. don't work. You just be like, I literally, and y'all can judge me, you can judge your aunties, I don't care. I found myself using both of them bitches at the same time. I was like, well, fuck it. Both? Oh, sis. Casey, Casey, how strong is your vibrator? Would you say on a a scale of like one to ten, how strong does your vibrator get? It was like a strong seven. It was strong. It, It was good. But I was just like, nah, after I had that suction, like that, like that, because they, they call it a kiss, like a fish kiss, like, you know, and then I'm just like, this right here is different from anything else. So going back to a, a, a normal vibrator, you know, I'm talking about like out of college, I don't know shit. Let me go into the sex store with my man because I think I'm cute and shit. You know what I'm saying? Going and doing that. It's just like. No, I went to a RAV4. I might even went to a Pinto and I don't even know it. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't hey, see. see it. Can I say, I think you just need to upgrade your vibrator. I'm serious because, okay, I wish I had mine. <laughs> I just put mine in the UV light and I was going to show it to y'all, but I lost it between my bedroom and my office. I don't, anyway, it's called the, it's called, it's just a bullet vibrator. It's rechargeable. Mm-hmm. It's flexible. So it's good for internal and external stimulation. And it's called the Ultra Bullet. And it's by a company <laughs> called Fem Fun. And you can find it on sexpertconsultants.com slash shop. It is $55 with shipping, right? Um, but it has a one-year warranty. Look, it's very strong. Like it is, like you put it in your hand on its highest vibration. And when you turn it off, your hand is still like. Oh like, yeah, oh, that those are the that's ones. A good, yeah, that's a good those vibrator. And it's 55 bucks. Right. Like what we will do is to share your link, your direct link in our bio guys. We'll be sure to do that. I see the chat is going off. We're not doing the Amazon ladies for $20. So the thing about Amazon is a lot of the things in on Amazon are coming from China. And in China, there are the FDA does not exist. Okay. So they can make their toys out of whatever the F they want, car plastic, whatever, right? And you put in that in your vagina, I just wouldn't trust it. And it's fucking to a tire. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, but, but you know, but there is no like, and there's no, I, people are like, no, they would never let you put, buy a vibrator in the US that's made out of tire rubber. Yes, actually they would because they don't care about your pleasure. The number one people who are buying vibrators are women and vibrators are not regulated by the USDA or the FDA or anybody who regulates like, like body safety requirements, they're not regulated. So I could make a vibrator out of this piece of paper if I wanted to, and you just, you, you could use it. So don't buy vibrators from Amazon. Also check the expiration dates because I found that a lot of my clients are like, you know, I bought some lube from Amazon and it expired and like, it like smelled bad. And so just be really careful. So Reba, I have a question. Can I ask a question? What are, so let's turn into quarantine. So quarantine has been really daunting. It's been really taxing on everybody. Kids, no kids. I don't care. You need, for real, quarantine, period. Because if you're an extrovert and you, you crave social life, whatever. Married, not married, single, newly single, whatever. What are some ways and some things that can bring your spark back in? Like, what are some, like... Can you put me on the table? Can you put me there? Like, where are some ways and some places that you could go the outside of the box to get your mojo going back? I think, I think what's most important is for y'all to connect with pleasure, right? And so figuring out what pornos y'all can watch together. Like, what do y'all like? Do you like, do you both like girl on girl? Or do you both like bondage play? Like, what is it that you like that you can watch together. I think watching porn is a really good way to like, you know, reconnect. Another thing is, um, I found that a lot of people are talking about what their fantasies are and trying to like react, reenact those, right? Like if your fantasy is to have sex on the Eiffel tower, right? You got a guest room, you can put a little fake Eiffel tower in there, right? So, so figuring out how you can reconnect on ways, in ways that are not just sexual, right? So like phone sex, sexting, right? These are the times for us to get back into the things that got us together in the first place. Um, yes, ma'am. The other thing that I really, that I've been really enjoying lately is role play, right? So... Oh, okay. So let me tell y'all something. All right. So to bring a little spice back into my relationship, my husband and I went to a virtual strip club. It was great. What's that, sis? What's that? Okay. So the virtual strip club I went to is based in Baltimore, but it's on Zoom and they strip on Zoom. And they, but they like, you can tip them on Cash App. They were like, oh, you can, to gag me, you can pay $5. So I sent her $5. She put a ball gag in her mouth and did a whole, like, song with a bell ball gag. I was like, oh, best $5 I spent all week. Okay. I don't <laughs> even know what a ball gag is, sis. What the fuck is a ball gag? Bitch, <laughs> so, what? Okay. It's the ball that you put in your mouth to shut you the fuck up. <laughs> the yeah, fuck? and it goes, like, around your ears and it makes you be quiet and you bite on it when, like, when, you're, when you want to scream, you bite down on it. So it... it... So you can't say... Oh, y'all some freaks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but a ball gag keeps you... Okay, keeps you muted. And it's one of those, like... It looks like the fucking... Um, where it's, like, like... Not... Yeah. What is it called? Yeah, it's, like, a strap. Yes. So it looks like a little... 
it's like a headband, yeah. but for your face, for your mouth, right? So you put it on your on your mouth. It's a little ball you put in your mouth. And then you put, there's a strap that's adjustable to the back of your head, kind of like a mask, right? And so we paid her $5 and she put it on and did a whole song. And I was like, okay, this is fun. Uh, <laughs> there was also like, she, there was, you could pay 20 bucks and get like wax play. And anybody who pays for a lap dance, everybody gets to see the lap dance. Like it was really cool. Um, but then it's quarantine and... I got a pole in my house. So the Zoom was like cutting in and out. And I was like, okay, well, since we didn't get the last performance, I got one for you. Here you go. And then we, so we, you know, I did. (laughs) No, it was fun. So like, there's a lot of different, plus like pole, having a pole in your bedroom is really good for fitness too. And it's good for your mental health and good for like, you know, other shit too. So there are a lot of ways that you can inject a little spice into what feels really kind of stale. I've known my husband since 2003, okay? So I feel you. Like, we've been fucking 2003. That's a long time. That's a long fucking time. And so let me, and this is a good segue to into the other aspect um, that we wanted to address tonight. New tricks. New tricks. Ladies are, I see you all in the polls. Um, please answer the poll. I see you in the chat. <laughs> I need fingers. Some y'all, people. Nikki said, Nikki said, is there something in between anal and missionary? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck would be in between? You knuckle it, bitch. You knuckle it. You knuckle it. It would probably be like doggy style or like the, the gooch. Go back the gooch to the, the Valentine's. The, uh, was it, what is it? The Kegels? The key to Kegels. Go back. The Kegels is key. Go back and knuckle it. Go back to the Valentine's Day episode. I'm trying to tell you. We ready for y'all. Yo, I'm, I'm not going I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Missionary be lit. Like I come the best in missionary. Like I I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I come better on top. I come I come on top every time because I'm in control. I know my 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 um I don't know if it's like rhythm, if you will. Um, I know that I have to like my clit has to be simulated, so I'm I'm more so humping. If it's, you rhythm. Will. it's rhythm. Like my husband already knows the fucking deal. He knows me. Like I need nipple play while I'm you know clitoral simulating type of situation rubbing. <laughs> but I'm gonna get I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let your your dick have some action a little bit while I'm rubbing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I need a little, I need like that little close friction. And I need a little I'm, bit of- I'm going to own my shit. I'm a humper. I don't know, like, right. when I was- yeah. he, he would, he, and he knew, he figured it out. He would throw his leg under me and I would just start humping his leg. And then we would just kind of go. <laughs> All right, Nina. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. What I hear y'all saying is I like to feel penetration, but I also like to feel external stimulation at the same time. And like, that's like the majority of us, whether you like stimulate, whether you like penetration the most or whether you like external stimulation the most, if you do both at the same damn time, oh my God, like it is. <laughs> I will hump you. Like I will literally be like, that's your leg. Yes, baby, that's your leg. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of some, you know, my girlfriends like intimately share with me that they've never truly orgasmed on a penis, on a dick, whatever, whatever. Um, they've orgasm, you know, maybe through clitoral stimulation, like whether it's or um, um, through head or whatever, like, 
or, you know, you have to masturbate while you're on top of it, whatever. But I think that you're missing out like on that opportunity while you're on the penis to like get that orgasm. Like you would fall in love with a nigga. <laughs> you would fall in love with a nigga like, wow, literally like you just have to hump, like whatever that stroke is for you. I don't have the internal. I know some women have shared that like, you know, internally um, um, humping or whatever, or, you know, bumping, grinding, whatever on the penis, like you can get it like that. But for me, I have to have that clitoral stimulation. So it is like more of a, a humping situation. Um, and my husband knows that shit. Like it, it, it is what it is. Like, that's how I have to get mine. That's how and your body not- works. I have a question. If you can't, okay, so you did bring up sexting and y'all already know if you follow me, shout out to Nikki. But for the mom friends, I said, Stop doing that sex and shit. If y'all not going to follow through, y'all not going to tell these niggas that they're going to open the door and you're going to be on your knees. And then he walk in and y'all got curlers in the moo. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Oh, baby, I'm going to be gushy for you tonight, baby. And then you're snoring in the bed. Like, that, that's the thing. I'm going to be your plate. But anywho, so what I'm saying is, so you did say sexing. And my question is, what if they're... <laughs> their man ain't an essential worker. It ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, if your man ain't an essential worker and they hold you, how do you spice that up? What does that look like? Or your man or your woman? Because you know what I'm saying? We love love here. So yeah. if your your partner is just not an essential worker, what do you do then? And they're in the house with you 24 fucking seven. Okay. So then you take it back to the basics, right? So sensuality is about more than just sex, right? We think about sensuality and sexuality as being the same, but they're not. Sexuality is how we feel about sex, our feelings about sex, our preferences, what we like, what we don't, the pleasure of it, right? But sensuality is our enjoyment and expression of sexuality through the senses, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, right? So think about what sights, sounds, tastes, touches, and smells can put you in the mood for relaxation and also for like, you know, sexy time. What songs are going to get you in the mood? What sound, what, what sounds beyond like music? Like if I use this voice and I talk to you, you not going to listen to me. (laughs) But if I use this one, you're going to listen and you're going to follow every word that I say. So like really think about how you express your sexuality through your senses. Right. And how you can, like, we we were just talking about how, like, oh, we all put on cologne and perfume tonight before we came in. And we were like, nobody's going to smell us, okay? But also, <laughs> our husbands are, though. <laughs> like, so, like, there are... You know what I mean? Like there are ways that we can we can seduce our partners without them even knowing. And that's like the that's the power that we have. I feel like I know that there's a standard way in which I get my orgasm and it's important to me um, or unless I have I'll have an attitude like I'll ha- I just have a straight up attitude because if I work myself up to having sex, which is a whole thing, uh, total transparency it's a whole thing because I'm either tired, oh. or whatever. <laughs> a whole thing. And then if I don't have orgasm, like I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm irritated, like whatever. But I, I will say, you know, we did throw out the poll um, just of throwing out anything new this quarantine too. Um, anal, a lot of you all have said, so it's 45% of you all said anal me please. 
55 said missionary only, please. So that has beat out the anal, anal. And, and in the chat, a lot of y'all talking about anal me, please. I'm fucking shocked. <laughs> Teams, I see you, sis. <laughs> like, I, not, not, no, again, no judgment, but I, I, I just, I, I don't know that I can release myself. What are, give, give us, can you just give us some pointers on anal? And this is me. Can you give me pointers on anal? And I'm not putting nobody else out there. Give me pointers on no, anal. No, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. Reba, I, because let me throw you, let me just share this. I've had a, a horrific experience postpartum after children with my, with my anus. Well, I'm trying to, you know, I'm like booty hole. Anus. <laughs> with my anus, you know, with passing my bowel. You sound like actually real hospitals. No, seriously. You know, and so like, you know, hemorrhoids, fucking fissures, fucking like, and if you don't know the fucking fish. Google that shit, like, and so what? What, what can it ain't what you want, sis? Yeah, when I hear about like people painting, like painting with with you know what the gays say, I I get a little nervous. Like, oh, so you, you had a little shit on your dick, so I don't want that to happen to me. So I'm not gonna try it. So you just let me know how it went. So I'm I'm good over here. Just give me a finger, or maybe two. <laughs> maybe two, bitch. Give me one, and that's a maybe. <laughs> Knuckle, knuckle me, knuckle. I'm knuckle. <laughs> okay, so tap, tap that shit like binary code. Boop, 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 boop. Bitch. <laughs> Titanic on this bitch. S O S. Okay, so wait. Okay, so let's let's get into it, right? Okay, I can we be honest. I lost my virginity anally, anally, anally. Okay, not because I was one of those like super religious people who was like, no, we can do it in my butt and it's not sex. No, I just, I watched a bunch of porn and I was like, oh, if we do it from the back, it obviously is in my butt, right? (laughs) Who knew? This is why I'm a sex educator. Anyway, okay, so. (laughs) Okay, so. The thing, okay, anal sex, and I'm going to say something controversial. Anal sex should never. It's a re- But hold on. It's a relaxed state though, right? I mean, I know it's a relaxed state, but if you've never done it, it's like breaking a seal to a bottle though. Right? No, no, it's not breaking a seal to a bottle. It's not because your anus is actually a muscle. It's like a, like, it's more like a sock, right? But it just hasn't been stretched, right? It's never been penetrated right so so you do have to ease into it if you think that you're gonna have anal sex for the first time and it's gonna be like this okay you have another thing coming it's just never that's not gonna happen not the first time maybe not the second time probably not even the third time right fourth maybe fifth fifth time I, i still can't but that's what i'm saying like it's just not that's you have to go slowly because the anus, okay, is comprised of two sphincters. Sphincters is the booty hole, okay? So that thing that like goes like this, that's a sphincter. That's so on the outside, you feel that's your booty hole, right? But actually on the inside of your booty hole is another booty hole. It's called the second, that's your internal sphincter. And so, and that sphincter is actually tighter than your booty hole. So, so, so anal, 
So anal is not so like first you rob first you went into the bank and you try to rob it, but then you try to get to the safe of the fucking bank. Okay. Exactly. No ma'am. No sir. So so you get into the safe, like you get into the bank, right? But then it's like, oh, the safe is like right there. That's what this is what your sphincter looks like on the inside of your body. Like you can see it. Okay. So, so, so with that understanding, the penis, if we're talking about penises. Now, some of us are not talking about penises, and that's okay. Hey, queer ladies, how y'all doing? Okay. If you're talking about a phallic-shaped object and it has a bulb at the end, like a penis does, then we're talking about the same thing, right? So apples to apples. So when we're talking about things that are phallic and they have bulbs at the end, if you think about putting something into a really tight surface, right? We have a, a bulb, right? And then the rest of it gets like, you know, smaller, right? But we have this bulbous part and we're trying to get in. Not a fist, sis. Well, I mean, look, I'm trying to iterate my point, right? So you, you're trying to get this big bulbous thing okay. into this little tiny thing that never gets, it doesn't get open unless you're constipated. Now, if, <laughs> if you suffer with chronic constipation, then this will be easy for you. Because <laughs> okay. it's open, because it's, it's widened. Well, because it's been trained, right? I suffer from chronic constipation since I was a little kid, right? And so I recognize that like when you have a bigger... That when the poops are bigger, like you are trained to have, you know, it's just wider. It just is. Okay. So that's, but that's exactly why I lost my virginity anally. I looked down at his penis and I was like, oh, well, if we're doing it from the back, I've had shits bigger than that. So like, let's do it. I'm like, no, I hear you. I hear you and I feel you. So I'm like, if I can, if I can poop that out, like, whoa, this is a log. Why can't I take the D? Come out because I feel seen. Okay, but can I say this? Can I say this? And I might be talking to all the, and this might be directly to the mothers or anybody who has stress and had hemorrhoids. So if you have, and I might, I'm very self-conscious because. Because, you know, we have new age dudes and they like to eat ass, right? But you you suffer from hemorrhoids and they like to eat ass. And I'm like, my shit don't look like the shit, the, the ass that is on the pornos. Like, that's, that's very it doesn't. it doesn't. They get their shit bleached and everything. Like, that's not real right. life. They got to know that's not real life. Just like that 12 inch stick, that's not what you got. So, exactly. Let's I not talk already about had to go through the stigma of, okay, my vagina looks different from your vagina okay i grasped that and i'm fine but now because of hemorrhoids due to children i'm like but my asshole is not one in the same and you like to eat ass no i'm drunk but <laughs> like my ass does not look like your ass that's very discouraging <laughs> like, why is it discouraging i mean because sometimes in the same way that social media plays a role pornos play a role too you see them pretty titties that's not under their armpits and shit when they laying down like you'd be like oh is that what it's supposed to look right. like Ooh, i feel you i just feel like real niggas don't give a fuck like if they're already at the ass they're gonna keep going in like they're not gonna fucking pause up and be like oh hemorrhoids like real niggas don't <laughs> give a fuck <laughs> Real ass bitch give a fuck what a nigga say. Yeah, that's what they do like. Real ass bitch don't give a fuck about a hemorrhoid. <laughs> I'm already here. I know what my bitch is working with. Like, it just is what it is. But, okay, that that is good to know, Reba. 
what I do, what I will take away from that is not to really stress because you have to be, you have to be released and open and willing because if you're stressed out, like how is the Venus going to get in there? Like, no, you're right. And, and stress is one of the biggest barriers to pleasure, right? So if you've never had a penis in your anus, then you should probably try masturbating first because anal sex is not for everybody. Okay. It's not. It doesn't feel great for everyone. You're saying try masturbating in your butthole? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, okay. If you're going to use your vibrator, the vibrator that you have for your vagina in your butthole, then you probably should use a condom. And I'm only saying that because of cleanliness, right? And so if we are putting anal bacteria into our vaginas, because that's what's happening if you're using your vibrator anally and then using it again in your vagina, even if it's days later, the bacteria is still there. So let's be honest, right? Um, I use condoms if I'm going to use my vibrators anally, but use a condom, put it on your vibrator and just start, start at the opening. Cause that feels good as shit. Like you said, like start just at the opening. There are wonderful like nerve endings in the opening of the anus that feel great. And then work your way in. Use moisturizer and lubricant. Okay. And also don't be afraid to touch your clitoris. Your clitoris needs love. That is your pleasure center. Okay. So if you think you're going to have anal sex and not stimulate your clitoris, then you've got another thing coming. Where's the pleasure coming from? Okay. The clitoris and the anus, the way that it sits in our body is like this. This is the clitoris. This is the perianal region. Okay. So when we stimulate the clitoris, we're also stimulating the anus. All right. So when we stimulate the anus, we're also stimulating the clitoris. Have sex, have penetrative sex with a butt plug in your anus and tell me that your clitoris and your vagina is not more aroused. And I will I, I will give you one hundred dollars. I promise. Flag on the play. So, you know, those little those little beads. Right. So I'd be nervous. OK, granted, we know anatomy. They can't get lost in the sauce but i just be like where are like these little like anal beads and stuff like i'd be wanting to try but where do they go (laughs) i don't so they're touching they're touching the the sphincter is that what you're saying i'm not talking about the ones in the stream i'm talking about the ones they let off singly i'm like how we getting the back no we doing get the back I don't recommend single, like the single singular. I don't recommend those. No. Okay. But the point is like when you see those anal bees, it's like a little ball and then a bigger ball and then a bigger ball and then a bigger ball and a bigger ball. It's training the sphincters in your anus. Oh. Oh, so it's prepping you for the stroke. It's prepping you. It's prepping you you for the mushroom, that mushroom cap. It's a cat. The penis has a mushroom cap. The glands of the penis is a mushroom cap. So they're prepping you for the mushroom cap. Unless you get an uncircumcised. Even still, you have a mushroom cap. You even if you have an uncircumcised, even if it's uncircumcised, it's still a mushroom at the top. According to Reba in our last few episodes, just uh, an uncircumcised penis. The only difference is the schmegma. Can I, can we? Okay, wait. Because I feel like we're giving we're giving uncircumcised penises a bad name. Did you know that uncircumcised penises, the foreskin, if if you if it comes in contact with the penis, it creates. I mean, with the clitoris, it creates a suction sensation. 
like your like your clitoris. So yeah, so stop, stop treating like men with foreskin like they're all bad. Let they're me, not. Let me change my new list of what must have. <laughs> let me change my must have list. <laughs> it's just a little different. There's just a little extra. I'm gonna say this. God knew, God knew what he was doing. He said, listen. We need to circumcise. Don't fucking circumcise. Don't don't do that to my to, to the penis that I created. Wait, and wait, so, wait. Aziz said, "I love a penis with a hoodie." I feel like it might have been Reba who told us in a previous episode that circumcision was based on stopping people from masturbating, like because there's so much pleasure located in the foreskin. There's so many receptors. It stopped people from masturbating. And that's why you circumcise them because it it created less pleasure, which created less opportunities for masturbating. So like a nigga who has an uncircumcised penis, that pussy is feeling much better to him than it is to the circumcised nigga. Like he's gonna think you got that wet wet, but really it's the foreskin that's giving him all that pleasure. Reba taught me. Okay, so I pray this, I pray. This episode never hits the likes of a nigga that I'm trying that gives me a ring. But I had dealt with twins before in my life, and I'm one. I don't know how one was and one wasn't. I don't know if the mama was lazy that day. And Erica, Danny, I feel like you know what twins I'm talking about. Um, I know what twins you're talking about. I do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, there was a difference. All right, and we're done. And back to and scene. All right. <laughs> So wait, Casey, Casey, wait, can we can we elaborate a little further? So the uncircumcised twin, the twin with the foreskin, was it a different feeling than the twin without foreskin? It was. Can you explain? It was. Elaborate. I mean, because I was in my youth and I didn't know no better. And I because, you know, 30 sex in my 30s and granted, it's only been with, you know, a, a, a K Hollis. But before then, um, you know, in my in my teens, um, I think that I was, I think the screams were a little louder. I think the trajectory of my, my words and my callings to God might've been a little louder. Um, my first uncircumcised penis, and I might be telling my age a little bit, but like I went home and I Googled penis, too much skin cancer. <laughs> I've never had an uncircumcised situation. I've never, I've never. I was so confused because I was like, there's too much skin on this penis. Like, I've never seen this before. I'm such an American. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I've only seen it one time and I was like, whoa, well, this is different. Let me, t- I'm an explorer. So I like to like look at things and like, all right, Dora, yes, bitch. I like to pull it back and see what's going on there. So I was exploring. <laughs> yeah. So I will say that like people of different, um cultures right so you'll find that like africans and jamaicans and haitians are more likely to not be circumcised and so like you get to experience those that wonderful experience if you are a person who um dates those kinds of people well okay um so we've learned about anal beads (laughs) we've learned that that will help to open open us up those ladies who have not fully indulged in the anal experience. Again, I will share that. I've taken a knuckle or two. 
I've taken maybe two. Wait, 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 wait. But before we move on, can I just say that what's most important is the lubricant, okay? So if you're using the same lube that you're using with your Volvo, which is probably water-based, then you should probably use another lube. I recommend silicone lube during anal sex. So silicone lube and water-based lube together makes this really slippery, wonderfully easy to penetrate situation, okay? Okay. Don't think that you're going to use the same lubes that you use when you're having sex with anal sex. You want something that's thick, like I like a thicker anal gel. And so my favorite anal lube is called Sliquid Sassy. And it's water-based. Who's that by? It's by Sliquid. S-L-I-Q-U-I-D. We sell it on our website. Sliquid Sassy. Sassy is the name of the like actual lube but it's by Sliquid which is the brand it's plant-based water-based it's amazing I love it I swear by it a lot of the gay men that I um work with swear by it so definitely so they they do anal all day baby so they know what the fuck it is yeah so (laughs) I have one more question so um we are in COVID we are in the midst of COVID and and I know that it was so crazy that we were seeing like New York Times posts that said no anal or clean off your sex toys or, um, you know, like all these different stipulations. What does sexual health look like in the terms of COVID? Because honestly, and, you know, I'm single, but what does it look like if one day I decide to try something different? What does that look like in terms of um, sexual health at to me or any of the single ladies that are, are present on this chat So, when you exchange bodily fluids you can catch covid like that is possible so in the same way that you would go with someone to get an std test you go with someone to get a fucking covid test they're free don't be stupid out here like don't don't be dumb and if you live in a southern state like virginia the like southern virginia the COVID tests are four hours. There is no, like, there is no reason for you to not get tested. Just get tested. Same way you would get STI tested, HIV tested, get COVID fucking tested. It's not hard. Um, at least in, this, in the places that I've been and the places that my clients are, it's not hard to find a COVID test. And COVID tests are not, are covered by the government, not by your insurance. So I thought I was exposed and I went in Virginia to get a COVID test. I got my my test back in four hours from Walgreens and it was free. Oh, shit. Oh, CVS be knocking them bitches out. You hear me? So like, what if you don't get a COVID test and like you have a new partner and like you didn't have time and like, you know, it's about to go down. You like No, that. because that's not going like, to save you. Vagina. Go ahead. No, here's the thing. Go ahead and follow through with being stupid because at this point you're stupid. So you've got go be stupid and then go get a test. Okay, so fake news. That's fake news. So if you read my my text in the chat, that's fake news. You don't wear a mask. You're fucking and exchanging bodily fluids. A mask ain't gonna do shit. It's already over for you, niggas. If you didn't have a COVID test, it's over for you. Just have the sex and just quarantine over for, for you, two years. Okay. You niggas on Facebook dating, have at it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is why we're not poly anymore. Like, who the fuck has time for dating? I don't. Like, well, why would, oh no. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ladies, we are going to take about five questions. 
Let's get them. I want to hear the good questions. I want like yeah. for this. So we're gonna do this. Like if your child is in Zoom learning, I want you to raise your hand. We'll each pick a quest questions. Everybody's gonna pick one. We're gonna start with Erica Danny. We're gonna um each pick a picture. We're gonna go Erica Danny, K Alex, Reba the Diva, me, and then Victor's gonna finish it off. I don't see not one hand up in these participants. <laughs> okay, Tatiana, Tatiana has a question, E. So, okay, Tatiana, what do you what do you have to ask Reba, Tatiana? Do you recommend vaginal steaming? If so, what kind of benefits would you say it has? That is a wonderful question. Thank you, Tatiana. Damn. Um, okay, so I've been going back and forth about how I feel about vaginal steaming, right? Because it's a kind of along the same line as like yoni eggs, right? I am not a big fan of yoni eggs, but I do not find any harm in vaginal steaming, right? As someone who suffers from ingrowns and boils, I find that vaginal steaming actually works really well to remove the toxins and, you know, help make things a little better down there. Um, skin-wise, like when we think about the skin on our vulva, like the thing we think about the skin on our face, we get facials. I think about steaming vul- vulvas as... Uh, you know, a facial for your vagina. And so when we talk about smegma, right? We talked about smegma for penises, but smegma for vulvas is the same. Like you put, you get this like buildup of this whitish cheesy substance. It feels like sand around your clitoris. And steaming does help soften and remove that smegma. And if you were to go to your gynecologist and say, I think I have smegma, they would steam your vulva. So like, I don't think that it is a terrible like you know what I mean but I do think that you have to be really careful about the herbs and the medicines that you use when you're you know steaming your vulva when I steam my own vulva I just use sea salt and some like it's like lavender scented sea salt so it has some lavender oils in it and then sea salt is by Dr. Teal's the same guys who make that you know the coconut the you know the like the lavender salt yeah that stuff yeah so I use that and um especially when I have ingrowns like that's what I use it for is for my ingrowns because it's the skin that I'm treating there right now if you're trying to use it to treat like you know heavy periods and and um endometriosis the science is not there right like that there is the science is just not there on that so I can't be like oh yes it will do this but if you're looking to get rid of smegma increase your pleasure get rid of ingrowns and boils then steaming does help like scientifically it does remove the toxins from the skin so when you steam at home Reba like are you just using like a pot or are you using a sitz bath so you can get a sitz bath on Amazon and I put the the salt in the sitz bath and I put water in my hot water bottle you know the little one that you can put the the electric hot water bottle that's that gets the water nice and hot and I put it in the sitz bath once it's ready and I just sit over it for like 10 15 maybe 20 minutes so like the same and- thing you use for like postpartum Yes, wow. exactly. Okay. Now, if yours, it like it has to be a more durable plastic. Don't like if you went the cheap route and got a ten dollars sits bath, and then like you notice it's melting, then you probably need a, a more durable plastic. You know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, seriously, right, 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 right. I got you. I got you. Huh? That is okay. interesting. Whoa. Okay. Is, is, I know, right? I'm feeling you, like mind a little blown, right? <laughs> 
Okay, I'm gonna go for Monica. Monica, what you got, boo? First of all, y'all drunk as shit right now. I just want to try to know that. So. <laughs> You didn't know that you are not alone. Like you are not alone. I am drunk as fuck. <laughs> All right, so y'all, so I'm still breastfeeding, right? And okay. um, my milk, my breasts are still full for the most part. You know, producing milk. My son is almost 14 months old, and intimacy for my husband and I has been challenging. So, like, I've been I put the baby in the closet one day, y'all. <laughs> the closet. The um, <laughs> um, so I guess like what what's some other advice? <laughs> Anything but what the fuck I'm doing. Anything but what the fuck I'm doing. Is <laughs> the baby in a bassinet in the closet? Like, well, did you just really like the baby down in the closet by your <laughs> Yeah, I wrote his little bassinet in there. Okay. And safety first. Safety first. But okay. yeah, like what are some what are some creative, you know, ideas you guys have, you know, for um, a nursing mom or a mom with like a toddler little one? Um, you know, I need some ideas because you know how to open the door now. Hey yo, I'm fucking weak right now. I'm so weak. <laughs> I am so I can't recover yet. I'm trying so hard. Monica, real talk. Okay, what does nap time look like for you? Um, so since, since, um, so I'm in education, so, you know, teachers and educators, we don't get a lot of breaks, um, to be honest. So like, I, I try to nap when he naps, but then it's like, those are the times when, you know, we try to, you know, link up, you know, yeah. so I try to take advantage of those moments to link up with my husband, you know, in between those napping moments. But it's like, as soon as, you know, stuff get good, and, you know, you hit it, you know, it's annoying, but um, like anybody else, you know, have any challenges with that? Like share your, your strategies. Cause I need some new ones because it's not working out. You just got to learn how to ignore the cries and get your nut off and then go, go get to the baby. Them cries <laughs> is character building. She said what she said. She said what she said. Get your nut off. <laughs> He's not going to die in the 10 minutes that it takes you to get your nut off. Like it's real. be like really honest. Wait, like, they not going to. That's character building. The chat is saying that too. Asia's weak because she got a newborn too. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, this is the benefit. Again, remember, I'm like whispering because I have a 10-year-old. But to be honest, when my babies were younger, they don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, they're fine. If they're fed and they're, like, they're fine. They're fine. Let them cry while you get your nut off. Your husband. Get your nut this. They're fine. They don't know what's going on. They're oblivious. And dare I say to, <laughs> dare I say that I've even had a, a, a newborn to toddler to be in the same room. You you put yours away in the bassinet and a little Reba like, yes. They don't know what's going on. They don't. They don't have the language or the understanding to know what is going on. They don't. So you can be in the bassinet in no. the same room until they're like four. Then they start asking questions. They don't know <laughs> questions. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, Look, I like Ryan just said in the chat. Ryan said, "Nigga, he don't know. She don't know. Just go. Just fuck these niggas. Go." I wasn't gonna say in the bed, but I guess in the bed, rocking them to sleep, baby, like them pounding. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was gonna say, but you know, when you ha- if, if 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 you have sex while you're pregnant, they get used to the coos and the noise and the moans. So if you decide to have sex outside of it, because I remember one time we had Carson in the um in the bassinet, and we was I was like, fuck it, I really want, I, fuck it, I want some, and we were doing it. The moans and the coos actually put Carson to sleep. Hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. I, I think it's that, that mom guilt, like you're exposing your child to some, you know, inappropriate. They don't you know. even know that it's inappropriate. What are they? They don't even know what's going on. Really, it's really my husband who's kind of creeped out about it. Because I'd be like, dog, like, come on. What is it? Stop and drop. Let's go right they here. They- yes, stop and drop. <laughs> yes. yes, stop and drop right here. And he'd be like, the baby right there. I'm like, dog, we don't got time for that. Baby so- don't know when you're pregnant. They'd be like, I'm going to poke the baby. Nigga, you better turn that. that bassinet around, turn it the other way. And he got milk back, so I think that turned him off too. Oh, what wait, what happened, Monica? He got milked one time by accident, like the milk squirt. <laughs> so he was, he was, I don't know. I'm like, no, it's like almond milk, <laughs> it's sweet, <laughs> it's sweet, it's, it's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> listen that's that's just what you have to deal with again and that's what i had to tell my husband right now so kudos to you to being able to allow your husband to enjoy the nipples but while i was breastfeeding nipples were off limits because again like you said it would stimulate i would yeah. i would i would spray i would like it was just like a whole and i would feel awkward like these are for the baby right now it's fucking me up this is not sexual. It would it would be a whole thing. So kudos to you on that. But yeah, no, 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 no. The baby knows nothing about what's going on. They don't. And I ha- I have a story. We went to Deep Creek one time with all his friends, and I just had the baby. And we were like, we're gonna try something sexual. Let's do it. Let's go to Deep Creek. I forgot my handheld pump. I forgot my Man- Mandela. I forgot the pump. So and no one was trying to drive me to Walmart that day. And I'm like. Drive me to Walmart, please. And no one was trying to do it. So he's going to fucking kill me. But we're not going to end to kill you. He, he I'm, I'm going to never I, tell this story, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> but my man, black, black fist up in the air, black lives all matter. He sucked the milk out of my, my boobs and was spitting in the toilet. <laughs> and he really held me down because it was just like, these are for the babies and I know it, but I get everything else. I'm sorry, it's just real. That's a real that he's real. That he that's a real Yeah, real nigga. You know real nigga <laughs> shit. Okay. All right. What we got? Anybody else? Any other questions? Wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, before we move on, can I just say when we I was listening for the pour it up, pour it out, and y'all were talking uh-huh. about how y'all kids are still living it, like still sleeping in your bed. Okay. So from a coming from a person who Slept in their parents' bed till I was 13. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I had to draw boundaries very early. Draw boundaries with your children, please. Okay? Do not do not let them be 13 and sleeping in your bed. I was an only child. So, like, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, they, they yeah. were like, oh, we don't want you to... But, like, I remember being 13, and now as a mother, I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish a nigga would... 
No, we drawing boundaries. My daughter, she still to this day, she comes in my bedroom. I'm like, oh, she like flops around like she's uncomfortable. I'm like, you should probably go in your own room. And she gets up and she goes in her bed. <laughs> Everybody's like in the chat. Oh, no, fuck no. Nah. But I will again, I feel like our door is open again for our 10-year-old. Just I mean, she starts off in her bed, and it, it's not a consistent thing, but again, if Larie was like, hell fucking no. no. I mean, I, I mean, it, I mean, it just so happens that our door not be locked. I mean, it just and then she pops in, but those nights that we are fucking getting it in, she's popping into the getting it in. So, but no, I agree. Boundaries, fight your fucking demons in your bedroom. <laughs> like, no, we're not available at all. Period. They learn to self-soothe when you're not there. I promise. I agree. Okay. Super soothe. They do. They do. Ashley has a question. Go to Ashley because Ashley with the shits. Okay. My boyfriend, his penis be like semi-hard. Like, does anybody else deal with that? Like, sometimes, but it's regularly semi-hard. And he's aroused. Like, we have a very, very healthy sex life. But it don't be, like, rock hard. He probably just be hard all day because you got that booty out there. I mean, I would be hard all day. Girl, I don't know. I'm like, you got a whole booty. Rita, what you think? Tell me what's going on. What's he doing? How old is he? 32. Okay. Does he do a lot of drugs and alcohol? Yes. Yes. It's the <laughs> weed. That's what, that shit is. I told him he got a child dysfunction or something. What the fuck? Yes, he does. He does. That should be. And erectile, one of the most common, one of the more common um, causes of erectile dysfunction is substance abuse and alcohol abuse, right? So if he's doing a lot of drugs and alcohol and he's just semi hard, it's because he's suffering erectile dysfunction because of the erect, uh, because of the drug and alcohol abuse. So he just got to stop drinking like and stop smoking like drinking is one of the biggest things that causes alcohol um that causes uh erectile dysfunction i call it the gummy worm i'd be like oh god i'm excited about it but like what the fuck you know what i'm saying like wing it around sometimes it's a good time though i ain't gonna talk shit but i'm like damn sometimes you're like wow i wish i had like a hard dick like a really hard one not this all right, he needs to, he got to sober up. Ashley, who just put Reba, can women get dysfunction? That's true, too, because I ain't gonna lie. One time I was like in mid depression and I was smoking like a, I was high as a kite, like for a minute. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna lie to cricket. And I was like high as a kite and I couldn't, I was felt like I was chasing my orgasms. Like I was like, I can't get there because I'm just like, I kept smoking a lot and I just kept trying to cope with what was going on. And yeah, I think the same thing that happens to men happens to women too. Am I wrong, Reaper? I feel no, like I'm you're right. not wrong. No. So the way our bodies work is the same. When we get aroused, our clitorises and when men get aroused, their penises get swelled with blood. And when they can't swell anymore, we reach orgasm, right? And so if we are not if our orgasm, if we're not able to be aroused, if we're not able to be aroused to reach orgasm because of substances, whether it's drugs or alcohol, 
then yeah, it's it's gonna affect us in the same way too. But there's no such thing as like clitoral dysfunction, right? We don't, they barely even know what the clitoris is. We just yeah, put it I in know. the medical books in 1998. So like, there is not... If you're relying on a doctor to like diagnose you with clitoral dysfunction, that's not going to happen. You just have to figure out, okay, I have this thing. So what do I do about it? Right. So with people, so, so people with penises, let's talk about them real quick. People with penises who are suffering from erectile dysfunction. So Ashley, you, for example, there are these things called cock rings. You ever heard of a cock ring? Yeah. It's a little stretchy silicone ring that sits at the base of the penis and it keeps the penis from orgasming too quickly. And it keeps the penis from the blood from coming. um, It keeps the blood from leaving the penis, which keeps the penis harder. Right. But it also keeps the penis from orgasming too quickly, which is also another thing that happens, happens with people with erectile dysfunction. Right. So cock rings are really great and easy, effective way to get your partner to perform the way you want them to, even if they're suffering from drug induced or alcohol induced erectile dysfunction. Okay. So like there's it's not like, oh man, he's just, it's just the end of the world. Like, no, these are, there are things that can be done. Right. So, um, and if your partner, for those of you who are listening, if, for, if your partner who is, is suffering from erectile dis- dysfunction and, you know, a cock ring won't work, there are other hormonal and other natural remedies like the wave machine, which will help like pull, like create more, the problem is you don't have the enough veins going to the tip of your penis to get you to reach orgasm. So there's a wave machine that helps create those veins in your penis that helps get the, the penis to reach orgasm. Right. So there are, and then there's hormonal therapy, which is something that we have to go through when we get older too. So there's nothing wrong with exploring with your, what your options are, but know that there are options. You're not just doomed to having bad sex because you're old or because you're older or because you've made choices that have led to this. So, right. And so how would you sell a cock ring on a nigga's dick who would feel a, a certain way? Like, damn, like what, wait, what the fuck is this? Like what you doing? How will we throw that on a, a penis or how will we introduce that to a penis? Reba? I think, look, there's a lot of different ways you can introduce it, right? You can introduce it as like role play. Here's a necktie for your penis. Okay. Right. You can also be like, hey, here's a sex toy that I heard is going to make your penis feel better. Okay. Okay. Because it will like it will. It will make their penis feel better. So it's a sex toy when you that's why toy sex toys have that name sex toy. I call them sex tech because that's what it is. It's technology that helps us to have better lives. But when you call it a toy, it's not like a tool that you need to survive. It's just a toy. It's yeah. a little toy I want to play. It's a little trick I got up my sleeve. I want to play a little magic trick <laughs> on your penis today. I and it works. I have something new tonight. Baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it works for people who don't have erectile dysfunction too. If you just want your partner to last longer, a cock ring will do the job for sure. But he don't want. He don't want to know that he's not lasting long. So that's all. That's all. Like how the thing is, know? once you put a cock ring on a man's penis, he's gonna be like, "Where can I get this? Where you get this from? What's this from?" <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, Alicia said my husband was one, but I was wanting him to get it done quicker. Erica said, just say it's for you. He will love it. Okay. That's real. If you like, I'm I'm like that too. I'm like Erica. So I'll bring in a toy 
And, I, and, and in my mind, I'm like, I know you'll love this toy, but I'm going to take the heat and say this toy is for me. And then when I see you moaning an extra little bit, then I know I did what I was supposed to. So I get, I get exactly what Erica's saying. All right. Do we have any new moms who whose sex drive has dropped? Let's just total fucking transparency. Motherhood in general, your sex drive just takes a dive. It just does. You know, um, I think it's something that we desire. I think it's something that we want, but it's just not there. And Erica, actually, Erica, I know you just did a YouTube on it and you and your husband total transparency, drop your fucking name in mommy planner. Is that your Instagram? What's your Instagram? You got so many, damn it. Can't keep up with you. Drop your Instagram in the chat. She, her and her husband had a total transparent conversation, which is probably uncomfortable, but I so appreciate this about sex and how it changes provided when you were younger, like we said, 2007, if you will, because we're all pretty, pretty much in our thirties um, versus now. Yeah. Um, and just mother black don't crack see you know <laughs> motherhood all the all the fucking things all the things the stressors of life um work and things like that and so reba how would you share oh she said does that yes, count yes yeah. it counts at two years old yes it counts hormones are still raging like it still counts yes so reba the question is after you're done being the cleaning the nursing the working and you're just dealing with all around us watching the news and getting upset. What does that look like for us if we're trying to still pour into our husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, wives? What does that look like for us? Shit, even single people, what does that look like to pour into ourselves? What does that look like? The same way that I said that sex is sensual, right? We're talking about sensuality. You really have to figure out for yourself what helps your senses learn to relax because you are not going to be able to focus on pleasure until you can learn to relax and let go of all the other shit that's making your brain, taking your brain outside of your body. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Your brain is your biggest sexual organ. The biggest sexual organ in your body is between your ears and not between your legs. So when you can, (laughs) when you can stimulate your body through your senses, sight, sound, taste, touch, smell, what candles can you light? What sights can you put on? What, what smells are going to put you into a place because smells have what's called sense memory recall, right? So like if you are, you have a scent that you were smelling when you guys first met or when you guys first had your first sexual encounter or when you guys, these are all ways to tap into your sensuality and really learn what relaxes you. If you cannot relax and get back into your body and feeling what feels good to your body, then sex is going to be really hard for you. You know? So you've got to figure out wait, both of you, right? If you're in a relationship and if you're not, then you definitely owe it to yourself to figure out what really stimulates and relaxes you through your senses. How are you activated 
in this way. Okay. So getting to know your pleasure, basically, like how you told us in the few first few episodes, getting to know your pleasure, what satisfies you. You have to know yourself before you can expect your partner, your partner to know you. And that's the thing. I, I, I think it is a difficult, and even my husband has shared, like, it's hard for him to share his new desires with me. Like we've had this conversation and Reba could, could, could be the moderator in that, you know, just within her, her different um, classes, because I've shared like my shit has changed, you know, what easily would turn me on in my twenties is not what would easily turn me on in my thirties into motherhood, into my desires, into my, 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 my creativity, into turning like we have to gas up the car. Erica's like, yes. I have a question. Like, I have a question. Men's is men, their desires change. They don't have hormonal changes, but their desires change. Yes, they are they do. Yeah, look, okay. So <clears throat> let's think about this. Every man in his like 1920s wants a threesome, right? That's the number one thing that I hear men want. They want a threesome. And then they realize that actually threesomes mean I have to please two women and have to learn about two different clitorises. And this is a lot of fucking work. And I don't actually really want this. Okay. So yes, men's desires do change as they learn about themselves and their own sexual desires and their own sexual preferences. When a man feels some knuckles in a gooch, he starts to think about, damn, what would that feel like? Like that feels really good. You know what I'm saying? So so being really honest, like our sexual di- desires do change. They do. And God forbid your partner has prostate problems. Anal, you know, pleasures are probably going to be more desirable for that person because their prostate is help- keeping their penis from working the way they want it to. So they're feeling pleasure more through the prostate. And that's a really hard conversation to have as a straight man. Hey, babe, I really like for you to peg me. Like, it's hard for you to not look at your partner and be like, mm. Erica, Erica has a question. Make the spotlight, Erica. She has a question. My question is because of my of my YouTube, right? Um, we are at a place, I guess. I've lived my life, okay, when I was in my twenties, fully lived it. Like I was a little freak. Let's put it that way. As you should. Be. And in my marriage, in the beginning, you know, it was a little freaky. Then I started having babies, and we have kids. So I feel like when you're married. And you feel like you've done everything. What is only thing I have not done? Only thing we have not done is in my ass because I'm just a little terrified. But other than the ass, like, is there anything else you can do that is not like like a meme or like I feel like we have a sex jar. Like we have like a jar of like new sex positions. So when like stuff gets boring, we just pull out the stuff from the sex jar. But I even still feel like that gets kind of boring. So it's like, how do you spice up that? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I have a question. What's in the sex jar? I need I need to know. What 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 are some things you pull about? Girl. So I can build my own. Well, I made it. I made it, but I just took positions. It's not even like a sex jar of things that we have never done. It's just a sex jar of just spicing it up during sex. So, so that sex doesn't get, we we are, we do have kids, you know what I'm saying? So it does get kind of like boring, hush, hush sex. We have the best sex when we buy ourselves. So 
or like when we on vacation. Vacation is like the best because it's spontaneous. It feels like it's adventurous. It feels like, you know, all of that. But like when we're at home, it's just the same. And even though like we try to spice it up, it still feels, even the spicing it up feels the same. Okay. So have you guys ever done a like, yes, no, maybe so checklist together? Yeah. Did you guys have a lot of overlap? Meaning like, we, yes, we did it. Yes, no, we haven't. No, meaning like, okay, you did your checklist and when you compared the list, was there a lot of like, hey, I want to do a lot of the same things? Yes. Okay. Is that where you got your jar from? No, I kind of made the jar off of like a, as a like, anniversary gift of just different positions different like you know what i'm saying like something cute you know something like pinterest type shit so <laughs> just being real no, pinterest. Wait, wait, wait. i'm confused what's on pinterest i haven't been what's on no, pinterest? No, no, no. meaning like meaning like it was a suggestion off of pinterest like as year one anniversary paper so mm-hmm. i wrote down on paper some positions we could try because like my, my point being like in the midst of it all, you just go for what's regular. But if you pull out the, the, the position on a jar, then you got to go for the jar position. But it, but even that gets like, uh, ain't nobody trying to do yes, all that. The jar <laughs> position doesn't have you on the handstand. So and Erica, but Erica, what do you want? What do you want? What more do you, what do you like? What is it that you want more? Girl, I don't that's what I'm trying to figure out. So the, so, so, okay. <clears throat> so what I'm hearing you say is you want more spice in your relationship, but you don't feel like the spice that y'all have come up with is enough spice. Right. Essentially. Like, it's like, it's like we come, the only, the, the, I've been, I've been with only things, the only things we have not done is because my husband thinks I will go ape shit if we had a three. Because I've already been with a girl before by myself. So he thinks if we have a threesome, I But there's rules to a threesome. There's rules. If you only had, like, the perfect... If you had the perfect threesome, like, the perfect opportunity, like, the perfect person, the one who was like, yes, I'm going to do this, and they would follow all the rules, do you think that would add more spice to your... The spice that you're looking for to your relationship? No, no, no. I just think it would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I, I thrown, I threw out Pandora's box in, in the aspect of polygamy. And so maybe you can share this Reba, your story, you're, you're open to this and sharing that you're not just solely with each other, you and your husband, you're totally transparent in that. And I know that this sort of crosses boundaries in, the, in those persons who are of the Christian faith. <laughs> I don't really know how to put the shit. I don't really know how to nicely put the shit. I know that myself and even my husband, we've, we've transparently talked about, and it's been hard, hard conversations because it's been something that we're not, um, we're not privy to in, 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 in what we've learned growing up that you only have one partner. And it, I'd be a fucking lie to say that I don't look at other men. I don't desire other men. I don't, you know, necessarily even have sexual 
thoughts of other men. Like, Reba, share your experience in that. Okay, so there's a really great book out here called um, State of Affairs. I'm sorry, called Mating in Captivity. It's by Esther Perel, and she's a sex therapist. <clears throat> and sex therapists are, you know, they help people, couples with their problems, right? And in it, she talks about how people deal with infidelity, right? Because infidelity happens when we put restrictions on each other that don't l- align with our inner thoughts and feelings and perspectives and values, right? And so <clears throat> I love Esther Perel because she helps us, she helped me understand really as a person who was raised with a father who was a philanderer, right? Like he loved my mom, a person who stepped out on their wife, right? Um, he loved my mom, loved my mom, but there were needs that he had that my mother, who was not a very sexual person, could fulfill, right? And so there are people who are in polyamorous or poly polygamous relationships and don't even really realize it because, or let's say non-monogamous, okay? There are people who are in non-monogamous relationships who don't even realize it, right? Because of their circumstances. And so... I am in a relationship because I've known my husband for so long, right? We've been, we've known each other since 2003. We've been having sex off and on since then, right? We know each other very well. We've been very honest with each other. When you're somebody's side person, you're a lot more honest with them (laughs) about, um, you know, your life, your, your sexual desires than you are necessarily with your mate. And so we've been each other's main partner. We've been, we've been each other's side partner, And so with that said, we both understood that there are desires that we have outside of each other. And when we get, the craziest thing is when we gave each other the freedom to say, okay, you can do whatever you want. We became monogamous. (laughs) Like we just weren't, like we were, we were just with each other. Like we were like, all right, yeah, we're going, okay. We, when we, when we find somebody that we want to be with, we're going to be with somebody. And like, we just like at this point, we just haven't found anyone. And, but I think having the freedom to have that conversation has made us very open and very close to each other, right? Being able to say and acknowledge, hey, I am going to have feelings for other people. I'm going to have desires for other people. This is just how naturally I am. And for your partner to be able to accept that, I think is a really huge and like. My partner is not going to accept that though. (laughs) And that's, but that's okay. Like some of us are just monogamous. I'm not even like trying to have that. Like, I don't want to be with anybody else. So it's like, what's the, you know what I mean? Like, what's the thing? Because I do have like the mom situation where it's like, I have kids, I have a life and it gets tiring. But then on the same side, I still want sex every day. Like I think about it at two o'clock in the afternoon, but then by 10, seven, yeah. So it's like, what is the thing that gets the two o'clock thought to the 10 o'clock meetup? Like what's the, and then makes the 10 o'clock meetup, not the everyday meetup. Like, what is that thing? Like, that's what I need. To so know. I think, I think I might have a solution. Erica, have y'all tried role play at all? Not really. No. Okay. 
So the the reason why I ask is because I hear you saying like he's not you need more excitement, right? You want it to be like stellar, blow your mind. Like you want him to give his all and he is not he's just not he's just doing what he does every time, right? And so when you have role play, right? They're able to step into a new person who may try harder, right? Given whatever their role is. Right? And so there are, and like, look, Google is your friend, right? Role play sounds fun. Hey, baby, you want to try role play tonight? Like, that sounds fun, right? Get some costumes and shit and really commit to that shit. Like, it can really change the way they approach things. Because if they approach things as just, you know, your husband or your partner or your kid's father, like, it's just, it's going to be the same every time, right? And I hear you saying you want something different. And so if you want them to be different, then let's figure out what roles could they play, right? Is it like sexy photographer? Do you want them to like marvel over how beautiful your body is? Because you got a banging ass body. I'm looking at you, baby girl. Okay, I see you. Okay. But like, is it like they play sexy photographer and then that leads to sex? Because if they're if their role is like sexy photographer, one thing that men are good at is like playing a role. Like it's like doing a task, right? So like if they're playing sexy photographer, it's like, oh yeah, they're you're about to see a, a side of them that like they never they never even thought of because they they are always themselves. They don't really get to step outside of themselves. And so when you give your partner a chance to step outside of themselves, then you might, they might like prove themselves, right? And if not, then you can be like, as the model, you can be like, mm, I think I'm going to get another photographer, right? It's easier to say, hey, this isn't something that I like when you're in a role, right? It's not, it's not a direct rejection. It's like, okay, well, maybe you should try a different avenue. So I, I think, I think maybe role play might be a good way for you to like kind of spice things up a little bit. And they like that, like, you know, come with the costumes and like the, you know, make your hair a different way. And like, I'm going to try it. Don't get your head knocked off though. We were talking about I didn't like that. No, Wait, I was thinking, I'm not going to say those words. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you know what I mean? Reba, what kind of niggas you, niggas, niggas, no, niggas don't want to hear that. Yo, with this, with Erica's ponytail and her glasses, I can see her with a little horse whip. Like, I'm going to tell you something. You can get away with a lot of things through role play, right? Like I am able to say a lot that I wouldn't be able to say because I'm the bratty model bitch who he's supposed to be photographing, right? Like, like at the end of the day, it's like, oh, baby, I was just playing a role. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, like, it's not like it was me. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. This bitch needs to be tamed. You know, like, it's not a, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, it's not as threatening when it's not you who's saying these things. P Valley, bitch. Everybody in, in the in the chats is talking about P Valley. Now let me ask this. I know we have some that are uh lesbian. I'm bi. I'm bi. And I'm also single. So hello. <laughs> okay. Somebody, somebody was plugging taboo life. So let me tell y'all about taboo, taboo social club is a club for people who are in the alternative lifestyle, right? The swinger lifestyle. So it's people who are out like non-monogamous pretty much, right? People who are exploring non-monogamy, the swinger lifestyle is for you. And Taboo is a great like entryway. That was our first entryway to be completely honest was Taboo Social Club. And Taboo 
I don't know what's happening with COVID. I haven't been there, but it's in Maryland. It's in like right outside of Baltimore. I forget what it's called, but it's a place where people go to like meet people and also have sex. It's a sex club. And um, uh, Taboo is dope. Like that is a place to go if you're looking for, like if you're just looking to learn what like what the lifestyle is. I learned that my husband, I'm a voyeur, but my husband is not. And I learned that at Taboo. Like we, What's voyeur mean? What's voyeur mean? A voyeur is a person who can have sex in front of other people and like gets off with having sex from having, woo! but no, no, no. But the, here's the thing. Like when you go to a, when you go to a club, it's a lot different, right? So at the club, there are like, there are a bunch of different rooms where you can have sex and people can like, in some of the rooms, people can watch you. And so when we did it in a room where people could watch you and my partner, there's a lot of like performance anxiety. I think that happens when people are watching you and when people are watching porn together, when humans are watching porn together, they don't know each other. They're like making jokes and like kind of making fun. And so not fun, like they weren't like, like making fun of us, but they were just like, yeah, if I was in there, I would be like, you know what I mean? And that for my partner was just like a turnoff, like complete turnoff. And I get it. But for me, it was just like, everybody is watching us. <laughs> Let's put on a show. But I'm also like, I'm an actor. Like I, I enjoy acting. I like performing. Yeah, sis, your robe is coming on. I know. Off See, like this is what I do. No, like, <laughs> so, but like, but, but seriously, that's, that's, that's what voyeurism is. And so I realized in that moment, that wasn't what my partner wanted. And it was something that like, I was like, oh, if my partner wants it, great. But if he doesn't, then I, it's not something that I need. Like I can just have sex with us. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, unless people are paying and just like, <laughs> kidding, kidding. We don't, <laughs> I'm kidding. But the, but the point I'm trying to make is like, you, you really get to like, figure out what it is that you want and what it is that you like in this lifestyle when you shed that like, oh, well, we can only have sex with each other and it can only look like this way, right? You can be like, oh, we can only have sex with, e with each other, but it can look like this and it can look like this and it can look like this and it can be with these people and it can do this way. Like, it's up to you. It's your sex life. You guys can decide what you want to do on your own. Don't let, right. don't let anyone else tell you what your sex life should look like. And I, I think I think I get that. Like, regardless of marriage, regardless of, like, long-term, my fucking ear keeps coming out. Um, you have to establish that. And I think it, it, I, I can't deny that it can be an uncomfortable conversation if you allow it to be. Um, again, but if you need someone to moderate that, i.e. Reba, again, I'm going to take advantage of her fucking programs. Because I feel like, again, our, our dynamics have sort of changed. Um, and I feel uncomfortable. And I think even my husband, I feel like niggas feel probably uncomfortable too. Like, your body has changed, sis. Like, my husband has almost said stuff like, oh, I'll pay for your surgery, if you will. And I don't take offense to that shit. Like, I know my shit done dropped. I, I never had an ass. I know he's always been an ass nigga, but he's always he's probably been attracted to different things about me. <laughs> but it's like, maybe that's not doing it as much. <laughs> like, I don't take a fucking fence to that. But I think that those are op open conversations and opportunities for you to have for, with your man. Um, if you're not desiring, again, to maybe seek out and be... Um, what is it? But I mean, why is it always us? Why can't it be them at times? Like, yeah, 
I don't know. They may not want to hurt our feelings. They may not know how they don't they don't express themselves in general. Let's come on. Come on. They don't say shit. And then when they do, I mean not you, because you said that don't shit that shit don't hurt your feelings. But if somebody tells me, yeah, babe, your stomach is a little jello-y, like, yeah, you could fix that. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be but hurt a little bit, but then I'm gonna be like, you gonna fix the shit or not? Nah? Okay, well shut the fuck up. Nikki, Nikki said, I'll pass because I'm afraid to die. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure I don't know anybody else. <laughs> but my husband's definitely shared, like, I'll listen, how much is the surgery? And I think that it, that's his sort of like in on I'll pay for that to happen. I desire that too for maybe to have that fucking booty. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. And I'm with the shits. You know, like, so that, the, I'll take that, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. What, what were you going to say, Casey? So I, I say this, ladies, do what you need to do. I've been hit with a shotgun. If you listen to BXB, I have been hit with a shotgun about appearance and looks and everything. But the reality is whatever makes you feel good, you got to go for it. Oh my God, ladies, tonight has been- All right, ladies. Are you ready to wrap it up the way we do it all the time? Well, we got to say thank you. <laughs> you know, thank you. We want to thank everybody for joining us. It's late as shit, and we all know we tired as fuck. And we just want to say thank y'all for joining well, us. Well, did you late hour for all this fun. Like, ladies, if you, if you like me, if you committed, go ahead, stop and drop for the pandemic poundings. Shout out to Nikki for pandemic poundings. Yeah. Um, go ahead and stop and drop. Get it popping tonight. Don't back out. Go ahead, get you some lube, whatever you need to do. Get it popping. All that shit you done talked and your husband done seen you walks over to the damn, like me, to the damn office or the computer and fucking lingerie, smelling good, done took showers, got on makeup and some more shit, stop and drop for his ass. Go ahead and pull it out. Whatever you got to do, take a little shot, take a little drink or something. And get yourself ready to perform, okay? Yes. And enjoy yourselves, but enjoy yourselves too, because I think that we feel like it's a chore more so than you taking advantage and enjoying yourselves too. Um, so take all that Reba has shared with you um, and apply that tonight. Yes, and if that nigga is asleep, wake him up. Wake him up, pull the dick wake out. Wake him up, up a little bit. Wake him up, keep it spicy. This is what Reba was talking about. Keep it spicy, so wake him up. Out of his out of his sleeping and just get to it. Get to it, ladies. Yes. Prioritize your pleasure. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Yes. Okay, Alex. We love you, ladies. Thank you so much. If you're new here, please, please, please follow us on Instagram and on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all the things um, at Babies and Swalini's. And until then, guys, let's keep the drinks flowing and the conversations going over at Babies X Bellinis. Bye. Cheers. So did y'all enjoy today's episode? Share with a friend and make sure you're subscribed. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You ain't got to say too much from the look in your eyes. I can tell you want to fuck. You ain't got to call me. No, 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 you ain't gotta say too much from the look in your eyes, I can tell you wanna fuck.